thank y'all. How's everybody doing? My shirt's what? Terry cloth. I was hoping to get shorts with this. I was wanting to rock the. Anyways, it's not what I'm wearing. We're not going to be talking about that today, though. Okay. Um, okay. How how are y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Okay. Um, we're going to be talking about we preach the gospel. Okay. Uh, we've been going through this series of our twelve stones and. These 12 stones are really like culture items for us. It's like, this is, this is who we are. If you're like, hey, who is Shoreline City? Like, how would you define how we do things? I would yeah. say, like, man, go read our 12 stones. You're really yeah. going to get this. Yeah, yeah, um, right. This all ultimately comes from God's heart, but it was something that's really been given uh, to our pastors, and I think it does a great job of expressing how our pastors love our church. Yeah. And yeah. so I do want to take a moment to just say thank you to our pastors for yeah. being such yeah. wonderful yeah. examples. Yeah. I could literally go through all of the 12 stones and give examples how our pastors have lived those stones out in my life. So thank you for being like real examples to me of who Jesus is. Um, but today we're going to be talking about uh, we preach the gospel, okay? Um, I'm gonna, I just wanted, I'm going to jump in this. I'm going to read the little subtitle that we have in here. I'm going to read through some verses, and then we're going to get going, okay? It says, we preach the gospel in our songs, at our services, with our words, and with our lives. We celebrate and share the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ in a way people can understand. Yeah. I'm going I'm to read a handful of verses. Uh, this will be, we'll go with Romans chapter 10, verse 13 and 14. It says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. It says, And you yourselves are our letter written in our hearts known and read by everyone. Uh, here's, here's another one in 2 Corinthians. It says, we are therefore Christ's ambassador. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Um, we preach the gospel. The, I think maybe the word I would want to focus on, we preach the gospel, would actually be the word we. Because I think so many times whenever you think of like preaching the gospel, you think of like Sunday. Or you think of like, um, or you think of like the pastor on stage, you know, like yeah. preaching the gospel. Or yeah. you think of that, um, you think of the, maybe someone interestingly preaching on the like corner of the road, you know, um, with like a megaphone, you know, like I didn't know how else to put that, you know. Um, but it doesn't say like when it comes to the twelve stones, it doesn't say like pastor preaches the gospel. You know, it says like it says we. Um, and then these verses that I read, you know, the first one, it talks about like, hey, how, how will they ever know about the Savior unless you like actually explain it to them, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then the, the second one actually goes and says like, hey, you're our letters, okay? This is like the Apostle Paul is writing all these letters to these churches. And the Apostle here is saying like, hey, like you're our letter or you're actually Christ's letter. Like they can see you and read you and know that God is real. Uh, and then this last one, uh, you know, in 2 Corinthians, it goes on to say, like, hey, like, you're actually Christ's ambassadors. Um, you know, my wife, uh, the mother of my child, okay? Um, about to be children, okay? Um, she's from a totally different country, okay? So we dated long distance. Some of you know this. Some of you may not know this. If you're listening on Spotify, um, you, maybe you don't know this. But, like, I would travel, I don't know, is it a different hemisphere? You know, like, halfway across the world to go and see her every... Yeah four months, okay? 
She lived in Brazil. One of the times that I went to go see her, I think this is like the first or second time, we went to Rio, okay? And so we're like walking around on the beach and it's like, Rio is one of my favorite places on the planet, okay? And I'm like, man, I, I'm hungry. And she was like, ooh, I'm, like, I'm hungry too. And it's like 10, 30, 11, 11.30, you know? And I'm like, ooh, I, we're thinking like, is anything gonna be open? I'm like, man, I'm so hungry, but I, I, I want a real meal. You know how you're hungry and you're like, I want real food. You know, it's like, I don't want like something, like a snack. Like I'm like, I don't want a donut. Like I want a real meal. She was like, I want a real meal too. And I'm like, I knew you're the right one. You know, like, and so anyways, we go and we go, we finally find this restaurant that's open and we sit down to order. And I was like, yes, this is my moment. I want a cheeseburger and fries. I want a real meal. Okay. I'm American. She says, Yes, I would like rice and beans and fish. It was at that moment I knew we were very different, okay? <laughs> Our definition of a real meal was like very, very different. Uh, I give this example because I would want to say as followers of Christ, we're very different, yeah. Yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. We have this commission that is on us. We have this example given to us. We have freedom that is found in Christ. Like we're actually different than someone who is outside of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We preach the gospel. Yeah. Sometimes we're using words and sometimes we're using actions and sometimes it may be an Instagram or Facebook yeah, or yeah. TikTok sure. post, yeah. but like our lives are supposed to be to preach the gospel. Yeah. So I wanna go through a couple different areas where I think we can preach the gospel that we may not realize, okay? okay. Um, the first thing I would say is that the gospel is just, it's good news. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we can like complicate it and make it weird. But it's just, it's to, to break it down, like it's good news. Like Jesus, he died, he was buried, and he resurrected. And that news infiltrates every area of our life. And it's good news because there is now resurrection. But another area that I feel like we preach the gospel would be in the example of Christ and the bride is also an example of our marriages and our relationships. Um, I don't look to um, modern family as my example of what a marriage should look like, or um, The Simpsons maybe of what a marriage should look like, or I don't know, what's like a cool TV show right now? I'm trying to think. This Is Us, okay, like I don't look to This Is Us or how my marriage should go. I don't know why I kept thinking of Peaky Blinders, and I was like, are they even married in Peaky Blinders? I don't know. I don't know, random, okay. But our example of what a marriage should be is actually the example of Christ in the church and how did Jesus and how does Jesus serve his body, the, the bride of Christ. Um, but another thing that I was thinking about this morning was also how there's like so much forgiveness between Jesus and his bride. He's always so ready to forgive. And what if we lived out our marriages every morning ready to forgive like it's like it's brand new i think we can preach the gospel in having marriages like that um another one would be uh, how we go through difficulties like we preach the gospel like our posture in the middle of strife and in the middle of pain in the middle of mourning like we actually have a hope that is jesus christ and the way 
we go through difficulties, I think actually preaches the gospel. Have y'all ever been through a season? I know I'm speaking to a room full of Christians right now, okay? Um, online, um, I don't know if everybody, you know, already believes in Christ or not. I pray you do soon, okay? Um, but have you ever gone through some difficulties? And you're like, how does someone who like is not a believer go through stuff like this? Have you ever thought, I mean, I've literally been like, I don't know how people do it. Like, I don't, we like have this advantage. Like there is a difference in the way we walk through things. I'm not saying it's less hard, but I'm saying there's more hope. And um, it's just like a different filter. There's a different lens that we walk through difficulties with. Um, another thing that we have is like, we actually have a source of forgiveness um, we have a source where we can go to and like get rid of our guilt and our shame. And um, we don't have to strive for it. And there have been seasons of life where I've really needed that. And we have that and we can live in that same posture, but we can also give that same posture. We're not trying to be petty. You know, like Christians, we, can, we don't have to be petty, okay? Like we can actually give forgiveness to people who need it and to ourselves. Um, we're a part of a family. We're a part of a family. I, you know, my family uh, is all far away from here. And so like my church family, like it is my family, okay? If, if the air conditioning goes out in the middle of this Texas summer, I'm coming in, I'm moving in with one of y'all, okay? Like <laughs> you're my family. And I think y'all would probably all, I think probably everybody in this room would be like, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, you can sleep on the couch. You know, like it's just, but we're, we're family. You know, like we have a family and there's just like, there's a different way that you kind of like carry yourself whenever you realize you like have family. There's like a certain degree of safety net that you have. And we have that. We're different. You're not alone. And the last thing I would say here is that we're empowered by the spirit. Like you don't have to do things in your own strength you're in the boardroom or you're like talking through problems in your business or you're trying to come up with a creative idea, you don't have to do it in your own strength. You can actually pray and I believe the Holy Spirit will empower you to solve that problem. I believe that the Holy Spirit will provide the creativity that is needed. I actually believe the Holy Spirit will provide the open doors and these divine moments to be orchestrated. You're not doing it by yourself. You can be empowered by, your spirit, by the Spirit. We preach the gospel. I totally think there are these moments where it's like you can be declaring on the street corner per se or um, where like the pastor's preaching from the stage. Like I think there are those moments. Yeah. But I think most of the time we preach the gospel by how we live life yeah. with the filter that Christ has redeemed us yeah. and we're new. Yeah. Yeah. So God, I pray for everyone here. I pray for everyone online, maybe listening to this. Um, Lord, I pray that we would see preaching the gospel um, not as something that a pastor does, yeah but I pray that it would be, we would see it as something that we do. God, I pray that it would not be something that would be segmented to like church life. But Father, I pray that it would infiltrate our marriages and our families and the way we raise our children and, and the way we lead people at our jobs and the way we treat boardrooms and the way we treat people at a checkout line and the way we treat people in traffic. Father, I pray that we would be examples of you, Jesus. I pray that we would preach the gospel, we would show and prove that there is a pathway to forgiveness and hope and restoration. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, amen. amen. amen.